Uh, our passage today is actually the, a full chapter. It's the last chapter in the book of Proverbs. It's Proverbs 31, beginning at verse 1. The sayings of King Lemuel that inspired utterance his mother, Tommy. Listen, my son, listen, son of my womb, listen, my son, the answer to my prayers. Do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. It's not for kings, Lemuel. It's not for kings to drink wine, not for rulers to pray in fear, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Let fear be for those who are perishing, wine for those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves for the rights of all who are desperate. Speak up and judge fairly, defend the rights of the poor and needy. Then it changes focus a little bit right here. A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than she Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings in good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She's like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it's still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers the field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she finds a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her cash. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them, supplies merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise. This is the word of God for all people. Thank you. Now, often this chapter is kind of taken apart, but I wanted to leave it all together just to get a flavor of, of the full meaning. I'm, I'm not going to spend all the time on that passage. I do want to look at the two there's six separate writings that are brought together in, the, in, in, in this proverb. And the first is, is a mom writing to her son who happens to be the king and she's giving advice. Now any moms in here ever give advice to your kids? Come on now. Part of what we do, right, is, is to try to assist our kids you know, on their path. So part of that is to give advice. So this is a mom giving advice to her son who just happens to be the king. And it's an interesting, verse 3, that you do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. See, with all the women, have they ruined men forever. Amen? Amen. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, uh, but it, it, she's beginning to point out to be careful in your relationships. Be careful of, of who you get involved with. 
because they might undermine you even as a king. And then he goes, she goes, she goes on to talk about drinking. Don't drink, don't drink that stuff. You're going to make some bad decisions. And you might even forget those decisions that you made. And how would that be? But then she asked this, this thing that I, I find very intriguing because you see it in our world even today. Those who have beliefs are often the places where addiction is most rampant. Where poverty is, this remains true even today. And it's one of the reasons why I think we're called in the church uh, to be active in those places, to seek to make a difference in those lives. Uh, because it's easy to want to forget when your world seems like it's closing in on you. Then he goes on to give the advice that Jesus gave to us as well. Step up. Step up for those who are in need. Step up for those who can't defend themselves. Stand up for those who are poor. Judge fairly. Judge fairly. You're going to be the king. What you do matters. And that rings true even for us. So there's some really strong advice even for us today. When it shifts character, it shifts into a lot of, of information about what a, what a wife of noble character might be. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time with, with that because I really wanted to, to do something else this morning. I want to move to all the way to the end in verse 30 where it says, Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Amen. And most of us, at least I, I can certainly, in, in my world, um, charm is deceptive. We were out last night. We went to see John Fogarty. It was, it was a pet. We had one. Uh, he's a lot better than I, than I thought that he did and than I, I thought he was going to be. He was really, really good. <laughs> I don't know. Rabbit. <laughs> charm is deceptive. Is bleeding. We were talking about. See, I'm, I'm kind of fun in doses, right? If, if uh, I've got this mind that sees humor in everything, so, so um, I'll, I'll go there more often than not. And when you first get to know me, you're first hanging out with Kit and I, that's kind of fun, right? Because it's, it's, you know, our waitress last night, she played along, which made it good for me. So, so we had fun last night with that. Imagine being Kit. <laughs> and it's all the time. I, I, this, this is just who I am, right? So, so it, you know, it, it, it makes this move from being charming into this place where it is annoying. Charm is deceptive. And in our early relationships, we see that. that when we first get to know somebody, oh, isn't that great? That's, isn't that cute what they do? And then, you know, we hang out with them a while and say, are you going to stop doing that? The toothpaste is supposed to be rolled up from the body. You don't squish it. Right? Little things. But over time, they begin to wear on us. Charm is deceptive. And beauty is fleeting. All of us age. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm 60 pounds heavier than I was when a kid met. Now I'm still handsome and good looking. (laughs) (laughs) 
Beauty is fleeting. <laughs> the one who fears the Lord is to be praised. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor for all that her hands have done. Let her words bring her praise to the city gate. That's where her husband is, right? That he's an elder in the city. And his wife is receiving praise at that point. So what I wanted to do this morning is to kind of turn it over to you for a little bit. And to let you talk about those mothers, those people, those women who have made that kind of difference in your life. A godly woman who has made a difference in your life. It's Mother's Day, so we celebrate mothers. But I want to recognize two things before I open that up. One is that not all mothers are made equal, and not all mothers um, were the best. And I want to recognize that, that there are those uh, among us that when you say something like, honor your mother, it strikes them as an impossibility because of what they grew up with. And let me make just this suggestion, and I've talked a lot about forgiveness here, so you know that I don't think that forgiving is forgetting, but I do think that forgiveness is huge. And oftentimes, when we come out of abusive relationships, the absolute best way that we can honor our mother, if that's where you come from, is simply to forgive her. You don't have to forget it. You don't have to open up a, a, a relationship, but that forgiveness will open up a door for you towards honoring your mom and, it's, and it will help you heal regardless of what happens along the way. So I want to recognize that not all moms are, are made the same. But I do also know that moms do the absolute best they, they can do 99% of the time. And I know that there are some godly moms in this place and some godly moms who have gone before. We are a fellowship. We are a community of faith. And one of the things that we do as a community is to share the stories that we have. So, tell me about your mom. Hi, Sam. I'm glad my mom's age seven. She's got four boys left, and she puts up for just that I would. His mom is 87, four boys, and, and still puts up with y'all. Preacher's wife, 
But like, may we never lose the story. We, we often don't take this time as a, as a community of faith just to share. And um, we need to, we probably need to do that. I have another video that I want to see. This is just a blessing for mothers. Uh, I hope, hope that, uh, I hope that it blesses you. My mom was amazing. She was a five kid, school nurse, uh, difficult upbringing, uh, but she had us in church uh, every week. Uh, if there is any compassion, joy, stick to it, all of those things in me, it comes from her. She's my idol and my role model. She passed away in 1998 uh, cancer. Uh, but I think about her often. So grateful that she was who she was for me. She was there for me no matter what. And she can look, I'm a drug addict and alcoholic. She did it wasn't all fun and games. She confronted me when I needed to be confronted. Uh, but she loved me in the middle. You know, and that's a real gift. And that's a hard thing sometimes. Uh, I miss her, but I look forward to what day gets to see her again. She was but she was special for me. Thank you. 